Here we go. In three, two, one. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas, and this is The Rundown. News about food starts us off this afternoon. A new study from the University of Illinois shows one in 10 college students is food insecure. Hania Thomas founded a coalition in her sophomore year to advocate for black students' needs at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Rushing between meetings and classes, she often missed dining hall hours and was tight on money for extra food. I'm just go to the vending machine, give me a Pepsi and a candy bar and call it a day. But I noticed that it was impacting my energy level. Thomas is now a junior. Her circumstances changed to make it possible for her to afford a meal plan and groceries without stress. She's been advocating for different food options on campus, including salad vending machines. Some Illinois lawmakers are joining this effort to find funding for solutions. And the Illinois Secretary of State is behind an effort to ban certain food additives from products that are sold in the state. Alexi Genulia says things like red dye number three and potassium bromate found in some candy and junk food have been linked to poor health. The new Food Safety Act would ban those and three other additives. Genulia says it wouldn't ban food. It will, however, encourage food manufacturers to update recipes using safer, alternative ingredients that are already widely available. The Illinois Manufacturers Association opposes what it calls a well-intentioned idea. It says this would set a dangerous precedent by usurping the role of the FDA. A man suspected of shooting and killing eight people in Joliet, Illinois, fatally shot himself last night after a confrontation at a gas station with law enforcement officials in Texas. Police in Joliet said 23-year-old Romeo Nance was located by U.S. Marshals near Natalia, Texas. Illinois authorities have said Nance knew the victims, but they haven't determined a motive for those shootings. And first-degree murder charges have been filed against a suburban man accused of killing his wife and three adult daughters. Police describe this as a domestic-related shooting. Police allege 63-year-old Maher Kasim shot his family members after an argument at their home Sunday morning in Tinley Park. Authorities allege Kasim then called police and said someone had been shot. DePaul University wants to have a new men's basketball coach in place by April. DePaul yesterday fired coach Tony Stubblefield. Director of Athletics Dwayne Peavy said he didn't make the decision to fire the coach mid-season until after DePaul lost last week to Providence by close to 40 points. I never envisioned an opportunity where we're standing here today and talking about us being 3-15, and 15, but also how we have done it and the way we're losing games. With zero wins in conference this year, DePaul is currently dead last in the Big East. They're slated to play Marquette tomorrow night under an interim head coach. And 50 finalists are named in Chicago's snowplow naming contest. This year's finalists include Casimir Plowaski, Chance the Scraper, Taylor Drift, and Skilling It after legendary meteorologist Tom Skilling. Chicagoans can vote for their top six names through February 2nd on the city's streets and sanitation website. Last year's winners included Mrs. O'Leary's Plow and Jean-Baptiste Point Du Shovel. It is a patchy, drizzly day with some fog, a high in the mid-30s, rain and fog tonight, temperatures staying in the mid-30s, and chilly on Wednesday morning. You'll see some rain and a high in the upper 30s. You can find the latest news whenever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labis. Thanks for listening.